Mitsubishi. What is up, bros? Anybody care to lax? Welcome back to the Crease Dive. Today is Monday, September 9th, and round one of the PLL playoffs is in the books. We've got the Redwoods moving on to the semifinals next week, or this, I guess, coming weekend in New York. They'll be playing against the, uh, the chaos after, after the chaos just got uh, strangled by the Whip Snakes. Snakes strangle, right? That's uh, I guess that would be the verbiage, what, what they do to kill their prey. They just constrict, yeah. maybe? Constrict. Yeah. Uh, that's constrict a, that's is a matter. Constrict is the one. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so that's, uh, you know, first playoff weekend in the books. Jake, how are you feeling after round one? Um, I'm probably going to catch some heat for this. Uh, Jordy, I'm a little bored. I expected a little bit more out of this weekend. Um, again, Outside of the Redwoods Archers game, because that was that that game was probably the most exciting of the whole weekend. Um, if I had to say, uh, just you know, the back and forth between the Redwoods and the Archers and the high, you know, everybody was showing out. You know, the Atlas and, and the Whip Snakes games they didn't really do it for me. You know, I don't know if you're on that boat, but if you are, you know, welcome. Uh, but I. I See, am I a bad guy for saying I expected more? Like, I don't know. Well, because here's – I, I feel like, you know, to be totally fair, like I feel like we've been as, – as a podcast, we've been generally positive about everything going on with the PLL. And, you know, it's the first year. And, and I feel like everything up until this point has been great. I'm right there with you that I am it, – it's only – it's been one weekend, but I am officially OUT out on this playoff format um, pretty much exactly what you just said. Like the, the game on Friday night was great because like there was, while you were watching that game, you could feel that there was like a different level of intensity that both of those teams were playing with because there was a threat, you know, it's, if you lose that game, you're not playing for a championship anymore. Um, first of all, I'm, I'm a hundred percent out, like all the way out the most out I've ever been on anything on the loser's bracket. I, I, I try to trick myself into it, but I just, I don't care about a loser's bracket. If you don't make it to like, I, I, the number one pick it's cool. Like, I guess it like kind of gets rid of tanking, but you know what? Like make the loser's bracket play on some random ass field. Don't bring a broadcast or anything like, like make them play for the, you know, I I don't want anyone to just be out there tanking. Um, but I don't care enough about a loser's bracket to watch it. And then, like you said, the, the whip snakes chaos game, like that intensity just wasn't there because it was there like early in the game. It was pretty close. But then once the whip snakes started to pull away, like you could kind of tell the chaos, they were like, all right, well, like our season's not over. We still play in the semifinal next week. So I don't know. I, I feel like, the the PLL has done a lot of great things to like their their whole thing has been to like disrupt what you know what we know of professional sports up until this point and i think that most of the things that they've done so far up to this point have been like great tweaks on pro sports on lacrosse and gen- like you know so all that's been great but i think that you know we've been doing playoffs the same way in all sports maybe besides like english soccer Cause like they have like soccer and soccer in Europe is just bizarre. I feel like they're like, 
each team plays in like seven different leagues and they have like 14 tournaments going on throughout the season and like you never know it's really cultish too yeah and then like there's there's a champions league there's a premier league and like you never know like what the fuck those guys are playing for but like in general playoffs have been you play this game if if you win you keep going if you lose pack your shit up you're out of here see you later like i'll catch you up with you in, in a couple months um so the fact that like it's not there it it's just I don't know. The juice was there on Friday night. I was I was riding a nice high on Friday night. That game, that Redwoods Archers game was my favorite game of the PLL season so far this year. And then it followed up on the Saturday games with just like yeah. I I totally agree. I was all in on that game. Um I was sitting on the couch absolutely screaming, acting a acting a fool. Um I mean, we <laughs> It's funny, uh, full disclosure, yeah, uh, we talk about the podcast and we talk about lacrosse outside of being on the air. So Jordy and I were talking back and forth and he absolutely jinxed himself. Um, we, were, we were talking about Sergio Perkovic and how Sergio had not really shown up um, for, had not really shown up in the league and he absolutely just went in and, and, and buried a two-point goal like literally seconds after Jordy said it about about him. So Sergio, if you're listening, which we know you are, uh, you know we've got a good, good little good luck charm going for you. But I mean, the attack on the Redwoods absolutely showed out. They had, I want to say they all had, they almost had like 15 points between you know the four rotating attackmen. Um, just and, and Ryder Ryder mic'd up. And Ryder, but Ryder, like, there's a couple guys that I'm all in on. They need to be mic'd up every second of every day. Ryder Garnsey is one of them. You know, the you can't guard me, you need to switch right now after just fucking dunking a goal is just, I mean, that's what the mic'd up is for, and that's what I, I live for it. Um, My God, you're like, well, what else can you say about the game, man? It was just so back and forth, and – See at the beginning, I I thought I thought maybe there was a chance that it wasn't going to be because it looked like it was going to be a good old fashioned Tom Schreiber is the greatest lacrosse player in the world and there's nothing <laughs> you can do to stop it type of game. That skip pass that he had to Will Manny was one of the more ridiculous things that I've seen on lacrosse. And like you know, like like we'll see like some like crazy goal, like you know, like uh, you know, just like thinking off the top of my head, like like Dahoga fall ball a couple years ago, his freshman year, where he goes between the legs against Hopkins, like mm. like in some like crazy shit on a lacrosse field, but that skip pass for Schreiber to be in his office, so he goes lefty, threads the needle through like five different guys puts it right on the money for will manny um like if, if you watch the clip from like the one angle that the you know the pll instagram has uh where it's that like side view like you see the ball just whiz past joey sankey and so sankey has it in his left hand and it goes like past his his right ear and like sankey knows like like he doesn't like reach across his body like you know like you're you're playing like like guys like you and me who for you know we compared to everything else stink at lacrosse um compared to these guys like we so like you know we'll throw a pass and like you know it's it's like people are like is this for me is it not for me like i might as well like reach for it anyway because like there's a chance yeah. it could be for me sankey knew he's like no this ball isn't labeled directly for my stick it's coming from tom schreiber if it's not going directly into my stick it's not for me so he lets it go right past him right to will manny 
back of the net. Um, like it looked like it was going to be a big time Tom Schreiber fuck you game. Uh, and then he, he gets uh, who who got him with the hit? Was it Apple or or Glazner? I, I forget off the top of my head, but either way, running across midfield, uh, you know, towards the end of the first half, there he gets he gets bodied. He stays up though. I mean, he he soaks that check. Uh, you know, ends up taking one off the shoulder dislocates his shoulder still managed to gets off like a, a 40 yard pass right to the crease. Um, like a fucking freak his, his shoulders just like out of the socket falling off of his body. He still whips one 40 yards down the field. Um, but yeah, so it, it seems like the only way to top to stop Tom Schreiber would be to get him out of the game with an injury. Not that it was like a planned injury or anything like that, but like, you know, that's the only way you can stop him is if he's not on the field, that's what happened. And then the Redwoods from there just took advantage. Um, I mean, just again, Perkovic stepping in from two, uh, Ryder doing Ryder things. So, uh, you know, and, and then just the defense, you know, they, they, they started to shut it down a little bit. So I, I thought that that was that game right there. Like you could feel the intensity. You could tell like both of these teams were like, all right, like, like we, we either win here or, you know, we're, we're done for, you know, we still play for, uh, first overall draft pick, but like again, that's your season's over. Yeah, and I guess what I was surprised about in comparison to the other games was like the intensity of this game felt markedly different than the intensity of the Chaos game, the intensity of the Atlas and the Chrome game. Um, there felt, you know, we talked about it on. On Twitter, Joe, Joe, our good friend of the pod, Joe Keeks, Joe Keegan, great guy. Everybody should go follow him um, for his analysis. He's, he's a smart dude, knows his X's and O's. Um, it, the, the thing that sets apart the chaos, the whip snakes, the redwoods, and the archers is their transition. Uh, they've, got, they've got the best transition offenses and the best transition, G, transition defenses, and that was really at play in the redwoods and the archers games. I think that you know, the, literally it, exactly what we were talking about, Tom Schreiber. Um, the only thing that has stopped Tom Schreiber in transition this year is a fucking dislocated shoulder. Like that is kind of horrifying. Dude, um, speaking of transition, the one, so Westberg going on a fucking tear, scoring a natty hattie. That's right. A natty hattie for Westberg, but the one that stood out the most was right at the buzzer there, end of the third quarter. Yep. Tim Troutner, big, like this right here, I, I already tweeted this at the PLL, but I'm, I'm going to say it again because if you guys are listening, I am going to sue you if next year you don't start counting hockey assists because the fact that Tim Troutner doesn't get a point uh, for that one. So it makes him save popcorn, can of peanuts, launches it down the field, finds Ryder Garnsey sitting like, you know, just, just under the midfield line. So hits him, you know, half field pass, gets it right to Ryder. Ryder comes down, skips it down to Westberg, scores at the buzzer there. Like just the, the pace of that play, right, that just bang, 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 falls in the back of the net. Um, that was one of those where you were like, like, yeah, like the, the Redwoods right now are a fucking machine uh, and they're not losing this game. Like there was still the full fourth quarter to go after that, but that was one of those goals where it's like, yeah, the boys are buzzing right now. Yeah, and Gar- Garnsey did that without a shoe. His shoe came off the midfield line, so he was out there doing a the little hobble to get that to Berg. I feel um, like he might, if, if it were up to him, he'd probably be out there playing barefoot. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I, I'm I'm all in on that too. You know, another guy that we didn't really, you know, moving on past the you know the Redwoods and Archers games and Redwoods Archer game, um, unless you have something you know else to say, you know, we we obviously shout out Jackson Place. Um, you know that, that that was just an unfortunate accident in the, in that game. You know, that's that's a consequence of the game, man. It's super physical. Um, you know, to be perfectly honest, and I don't want to jinx anything, you know, I'm surprised it hasn't happened um, more than once. I'm, you know, these guys aren't wearing shoulder pads, uh, you know, per the Tom Schreiber injury. So I'm surprised there hasn't been more, you know, uh, more shoulder injuries, maybe broken collarbones or things like that. Um, and, you know, with the pace that these guys play, you know, head injuries and things like that are, are going to happen. Um, it sounded like from the, from the PLL's press release that, place is doing great so kudos to him you know I I really saw Glazner was torn up about it because it was just an accident right you know he was just running through traffic and you know you know shit happens um but yeah the game uh the game's tough and uh it was I think that you know anybody who was watching that was like oh shit these are real human beings right because you get like taken away from it you're like these guys are these guys are like gods among men and they're you know running around on the TV and you're like, this is just fucking, it's my entertainment. Right. But you know, it, it, at, at the core of it, these guys are, are, are fucking people too. So I think that was a, a pretty humanizing um, part of the game. And uh, yeah, we feel for Jackson place for sure, dude. Yeah. He's a, he's a tough cat. So he'll, uh, you know, he'll, he'll be back on the field soon enough. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like he he's doing well, and yeah, I mean, I mean, these guys are just fucking animals out there. They're all Such just so they're so big, they're so fast. So um, you know, you you end up just running into a guy at the wrong angle at the wrong speed. Um, you know, scary things can happen. You could tell, but you know, both sidelines shake it. Like just like you said, um, you know, it's it's tough to see a guy have to leave the game. Um, but you just hope that it doesn't affect his life. So it it sounds like he'll be good to go. Um, yeah, it, it definitely put a little bit of a, you know, a little, little bit of a damper on like the, the Redwoods celebrate. Like you could tell, like, you know, especially cause it was just so close to like the end of the game. So it's, it's really like all people were thinking about. Um, but yeah, so he'll be, you know, he'll be good to go. Um, and you know, it's, it's an unfortunate situation, but still a great win for the Redwoods. Now it sounded like you were about to start. You, you, you were talking about another guy if I had to take a guess at who you were about to talk about, I, I'd say it's probably Mr. Benjamin Reeves. Oh, there we go. He absolutely knew it. Big boy Ben Reeves showing up, reminding the folks why this guy won the fucking Tawarton Trophy. Now, if I had Ben Reeves' size, and if Jordy had Ben Reeves' size, we would not be on this podcast. We'd be out on the PLL field playing. Because this man, this man is, uh, I've, I've been waiting for him to show up all year. You know, he kind of stole the spotlight a little bit. Um, uh, you know, he had, I, he, had a, he had a couple points. I, I think Rambo had a point or two. But, like, man, I, I love watching Ben Reeves play. Uh, he's, you know, a very silky player. He's got great vision. I'm all in on Ben Reeves. I, I, I think that, you know, he's a, he's a guy like Ryder Garnsey who's trying to kind of, you know, find out where he fits into the offense. And once he fits it, you know, finds out where he fits, boom, we're going to see him a lot. So Garnsey found it. I think Reeves is next. Well, yeah. And, and the thing about it is like, like it's so huge for it. It actually worked out perfectly for the whip snakes that Ben Reeves hasn't had like 
the most memorable season mm. so far because like I, I feel like you know when, when you think about the uh the whip snakes offense you're thinking like all right like how do we stop chan and chuck from just going bombs away from 50 yards mm-hmm. out every time and then how do we stop matt rambo from just dicing everyone like just picking apart defenses finding those skip lanes and putting the ball in the so like you know you dial in on those two guys um and then that just that just opens up more room for ben reeves so um you know he's a guy who like no one forgot about Ben Reeves. Like he just won a Tawarton a couple years ago. Uh, he's, you know, one of the best offensive players out there. So like no one like forgot about him, but in terms of, you know, you're putting together a game plan for, you know, for, to how to defend the whip snakes. He's like, not one of the first couple guys that you put your emphasis on. Uh, so like now, like they, they only have one more game to play. Right. And, and so now, teams are either going to have to change up their game. Like they, they won't be able to just focus on Rambo as much. Like they'll also have to start game planning for him, which will then open up more stuff for Rambo or they'll try to do uh, what, you know, chaos did on, on Saturday and kind of almost forget that Ben Reeves is a guy who can single-handedly beat the shit out of you. So um, like it, it, it just, if Ben Reeves had had like a crazy year up to this point, I feel like the whip snakes would have been a little bit better prepared for that, but they kind of just were like, yeah, you know, I, we, we don't know if Ben Reeves is like, you know, all, all the way there right now um, in terms of like lacrosse wise. So let's just focus on, on Rambo. And then all of a sudden here comes number two, see you later turn rake. Yeah. And I think the difference between that game, um, you know, and this might be a just absolutely nuclear take is that the production from the whip snakes midfield was way more than the production from the chaos midfield. Um, I think the only person who scored, uh, I think the only two people who scored on the chaos midfield were for Caro and your boy, Dane Smith, um, which was a great pickup by the chaos, by the way. Uh, so, you know, if the whip snakes are out there throwing bombs in, in the, in the, in the midfield, you know, you're not gonna, and, and the, the attacks not out there being able to do their thing. Although, fields the the enigma had like six points just by himself putting the attack on his back i'm sure his back is sore this monday morning from from carrying everybody but he's probably been playing lacrosse with a broken back for like the past 15 years and just hasn't gotten it diagnosed yet yeah who you know we wouldn't know it uh, and i'm and he wouldn't tell us so um yeah, I just you know I, I'm out on the lopsided games. I, I I don't understand. You know, I almost don't understand why we had to get to the playoffs for them to become lopsided, because you know for the, for the first what six weeks or maybe we were we were spoiled by the fact that uh, you know every one of these games was close. So maybe this should have been expected, right? Maybe 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 it's our fault. And, and we should have expected the games to become lopsided because we've already used up all our good games for the week, for, you know, well, for the season. Well, we're not, we're not a victim blaming podcast. So. Okay. Okay. So we're not, yeah, we're not going to blame ourselves. So it's, it's gotta be, you know, it's nobody's fault. Right. Yeah, um, it just, again, I, I, I think it's just the fact that like you lose that game, the, you know, whip snakes chaos, you lose that game. It's like your season's not over. Like you play next week. Um, you know, so, and, and, we talked about this in the the weekend preview where it's like we couldn't figure out 
if it would be better to win that game or not. Like, it, would it be better to win that game, then have to have another week off, and then have to play for a championship? Or would you rather play in the semifinal, win that, and then just a week later, then you go to play for the crown? So it's, you know, at, th- at that point, you're almost like, well, you know, did, did, the game, did the game start to get away from the chaos a little bit? And then they were like, all right, that's actually cool for us because now we don't have to, you know, go into playing for the crown a little bit rusty after taking a, a bye week. Um, also, you have to wonder, you know, if, if some of those guys, they, they, they might have, you know, the, the world indoor championships on their mind. And it's like, well, you know, if, if we can't beat the Redwoods, then at least, you know, we'll go play for Canada and just win a gold medal in box. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. The, the format is just, I, th- I think that we crushed it in the weekend preview where we said that it should be a weekend event. You should. Yeah, I totally, I, I totally think that it should with six teams it, like, like have done a round Robin type deal and, you know, get your, you know, like any other summer tournament we've been playing. How, we've been playing summer tournaments. They've been around for what ever. Right. So the classic Jesus format played. Yeah. That's right. They played them, you know, in, in Jesus was at times. the first war at the shore. Yeah. 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 He was there. Um, so like, you know, Moses too, like he split the red sea. That's why they call it the war at the shore. It's, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Don't, don't run a zone offense against Moses. You will yeah, get, no, he'll, he'll just fucking part it right there. Um, we just hitting him with the jokes today. Uh, so yeah, you, you play like, you know, your Friday night game when you get in town really doesn't mean anything, right? You play your good games on Saturday where, you know, you, we, you could probably fit six games on Saturday, right? You know, every team plays two other teams, hit your seeds, and then Sunday you play for the championship. And then we're just fucking jam-packed all weekend, right? You know, we, you could have games on from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. and we wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, um, dude, like, like think about – and and again, it, I get there's only six teams, so like there's only so many. But like, like think about the first that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday of March Madness, where there's just games all the time. Uh, you can just like you you sit on your couch, you wear some diapers so that you don't even have to get up for a bathroom break, uh, and and you can just watch from the start of the day to the end of the day. So you like you could do that for this and like just have the games all one weekend. Um, now I get that there's like a business side of this. So it's like, well, you, you might want to draw it out for three weekends and then you can, you know, uh, the money for the broadcast, the money for tickets, yada, yada, you like this and that. Um, but I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. And I think that we should be in the business of just having one great weekend instead of, uh, just, and and like this this weekend's game will be good. Like this, uh, the the Redwoods. Obviously, we'll get more into this for the episode on Friday. Um, but you know, the game between uh, Redwoods and Chaos is uh, like there's a lot on the line there. So I would imagine that the intensity of that game coming up this weekend is going to match the intensity of that Redwoods Archers game, just because there's there's like actual your season could be over on the line. Um, but yeah, the, the Saturday games this past weekend were, um, you know, they, they were lopsided and I think that has a lot to do with, with the format and just like, you know, that you don't need the intensity, but we saw what actual like playoff 
lacrosse looks like with the Redwoods Archers game. So like that's, you know, we just need every game to look like that. So thought if we want all the games to be good, it sounds like there needs to be some sort of punishment at the end of every game, like, like some sort of punishment for the loser for every game. So like maybe, you know, they spin a lottery wheel and like five guys get tased with like a police grade taser if you lose or something like that. Maybe like, like Matt Landis has to go like a week without hair gel. Uh, I mean, uh, Sergio Perkovic can't post any pictures on Instagram or something like no, no Snapchat stories for, for Sergio or something. Yeah. Like I think that if we're going that way, then, you know, uh, like Nardella can't, you know, look at it, you know, do a face off. He can't get down for a face off for like a whole week or something like that. Like that would probably, that'd probably be twitching by the end of the week or something like that. So yeah, it sounds like there needs to be some sort of punishment uh, if we want our games to be, you know, high level of competition going forward. I think that that punishment is always the greatest motivator in life. Um, so yeah, that, that definitely, it seems like something that we can work on. We can, uh, you know, definitely workshop. I think, uh, you know, we could probably beta test it this weekend. I think that we have plenty of time between now and September 14th before those games get going uh, to, you know, come up with something. And then we can just build on, on that momentum moving forward. Uh, you know, it's, it's the first year of the league, so everything's not going to be perfect. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, punishment and embarrassment, you know, those are two things that, uh, you know, really get, Light, light a fire under people's asses. Yeah, I found that most people respond best to uh, threats of violence. So we'll just have to keep going forward with that. Yeah, and and you know, so just ridicule as well, just nonstop, constant ridicule. Um, so it's it's something to think about. Uh, Paul and Mike Rabel, listen, guys, like we've only come up with great ideas up until this point, so. Like we, we've built up a track record, a proven track record. Um, so I, I feel like we are in the benefit of the doubt here to just roll with the punishment idea. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I think, you know, if anything, you know, they need to sign us on as 1099, you know, consultants for the PLL. I'm open. I'm free, Mike. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how to do taxes and I like 1099 oh, right. like always fucks up when I do my taxes. And then I, sorry for getting political on here talking about taxes. We, we, we try to take, keep politics out of this. Yeah, um, 1099, you always owe afterwards. It's fucking bullshit. Like, I, I feel like I pay taxes on everything. I go to the grocery store, I pay taxes. Right. And then all of a sudden, 1099, it's maybe that. You know what? I, we'll, if, we'll call it cash only. Yeah, we're, we're under the table. But if, if you lose, so, oh, maybe that's the loser's bracket. Maybe, you know, we'll, we'll start it off on the losers. But if you lose in the lose, like your contract, then. Ah. So it becomes a 1099 and ah, then you, you have you to figure out how to do the taxes on that one. Yep. And I, I totally feel that, you know, you get your, you get uh, your wages garnished. If you're, uh, if you, if you're in the losers, the losers bracket, you just get, you know, a little bit more of your paycheck taken. Yeah. I totally feel that. Or you lose benefits or something like, Oh, you guys, your health benefit, your health insurance say good fucking bye to that. You know, that shit's not going to your deductible anymore. Yeah. yeah. At the very least dental. Yeah. Yeah. I and mean, nobody knew the dentist is a scam. It's not a real doctor. So, um, speaking of a guy who was, uh, scamming people this weekend, uh, well, this man, Connor Busick, I think he went out on the field, um, in the middle of the night 
I think he erased the two-point line, scooted it up uh, about one or two more yards, and then kind of repainted it because three two-pointers in a single fucking game is wild. And it, ha- it felt purposeful. It felt like he was doing it on purpose. So, like, he had inside knowledge. So, I, I'm calling BS. I'm going to say that the, the balls were juiced. Because yeah. one of the one of them was a uh, what was the one oh nine MPH yeah one oh nine yeah we need okay that's okay we can pause right here we need to talk about the shot clock all right the sorry not the shot clock the the whoever the radar gun on these shots because I just don't believe it because some of them like they had a behind the back a few weeks ago that clocked at like ninety six miles an hour now Connor well Field, maybe maybe yeah, when they went there. maybe when they went to Hamilton they switched it over to oh, kilometers, kilometers and then they just forgot to, to switch over um, since they've, they've come back in America, which fuck off Canada with what is a kilometer? Yeah. And you need to convert to our fucked up system. Yeah. Where, you know, like, it was where everything was based on like the size of a King shoe. The yeah, you need to convert to our system, which you know we're like the only country in the entire fucking world who measures stuff like this. But that's fine. That's fine. I will say though that the one the hundred and nine mile per hour two bomb definitely looked every bit of a hundred and nine. I'd say that one was was fairly accurate. Um, But I mean, just the audacity, the sheer audacity of Connor Busey. What did he have? Uh, Did he set the record single game scoring record? Uh, yes. Points? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe nine. Maybe nine, nine points. Maybe that's, nine points. That's silly. That's silly. Like what? So we had three two pointers, two goals, and an assist. Yeah. Some. It was. Yeah. Something it was definitely, like that. Yeah, it some was combination. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. It was a nine point day for kind of abuse and. Uh, yeah. Like that's. I so like that is one aspect of the losers bracket though that I kind of like. I appreciate that part where it's just like. Like you got nothing left to lose at this point, um, so you might as well just go out there and do some real reckless shit, like pulling off from two multiple, like that many times, um, you know. And, and the fact that he just hit them all, so like that that part right there, it does, it does, uh, it it it's a it cultivates recklessness, and that's recklessness is is my favorite brand of lacrosse. Like that's why Ryder is our guy, just because like every single time that he touches the ball, it's always like what the fuck is this kid doing? And then, Oh shit, that was sick. Um, so yeah, Bukes, Bukes going for, for three. Um, definitely, definitely a highlight of the weekend. Uh, just unfortunate that it was such a lopsided affair, but it happens. Yeah, it happens. Um, it, it's, it's weird that it happened to the Chrome because, you know, they put, you know, two or three beat downs on people towards the end of the year. And now it's just like, huh, doesn't really fucking matter. Does it? So, uh, well, yeah, so uh, that brings us to, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to the, the full weekend preview on Friday, but uh, Red Bull Arena 2.0 uh, this coming weekend, Saturday, we will have, uh, so it'll be Redwoods and Chaos in the semifinal, and then uh, the Archers and the Chrome will be playing in the loser semifinal. I um, guess we have to figure out like an actual word for that, but. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm still I'm I'm gonna go with the Redwoods. I know 
we'll see how many times I change my mind between now and the episode on Friday. But I, I want to say right now that I'm going to start off on the Redwoods. I cannot make any promises that my pick will still be Redwoods for Friday, but I, I just want to see uh, you know, how, how many times I can get my brain to do a couple backflips over the next couple of days. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm on the same. Um, I got the Redwoods too. Uh, I mean, it's, it seems like a safe pick, right? You know, the, the Redwoods, they'll, they'll come into the game healthy and, you know, they, they showed out. Um, I mean, you want to, you want to go ahead and, and talk about the archers and Chrome game, just a shot out of a cannon, some guess. Uh, I, hopefully a tie. Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm thinking. I think the archers probably just destroy them in that game. Yeah. I think they put up a 20 spot, 20 to five, but we, you know, again, we could talk more about that towards the end of the week, but like shot out of a cannon. I got the archers in that one easy in the redwoods in the, in the, in the game four. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Uh, but yeah, so we will see everyone on Friday for the, uh, weekend preview episode. And in the meantime, we'll be keeping it a load of high to the day we die. We Some don't see the night Damn bars to